Hey, Danny, how you doing, man? I couldn't think of a quote, so I did the noise for hairspray. Oh, right. Uh, that's that's definitely what I got from that noise. Not Excellent. Danny is having some kind of mental break. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Danny's computer has just exploded. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Somebody has come into Danny's room and um, killed him. <laughs> shaken a bottle of champagne, sabered the top off. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah. Um, but anyway, we've got a film to talk about. Uh, before, <laughs> we do. before we do, we've got some bullshit to, to get out of the way. Um, Whee! There we go, the wheels stopped, uh, Lewis. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, so... If, if, you, if, if, if anyone sort of looks at my Instagram... Um, today is Sunday, and uh, uh, it, yes, and on Tuesday of last week, um, you'll notice that uh, that I came out as bisexual on Instagram, um, and I just want to say, cheers for the for the nice comments. Yeah, good stuff. Um, yeah, congratulations on coming out as bisexual. Thank you very much. I, I, it's um go on sorry i really appreciate it thank you no i mean it's um whenever anybody uh comes out as as as, as bi or as as gay or as anything it, it always i always think of um that quote from brooklyn 99 when um rosa comes out as bisexual and, and captain holt sort of turns to her and says every day that somebody steps up and says who they are the world becomes a better more interesting place definitely um, so yeah the world has become a better and more interesting place I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but I'm 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 21 now so I thought there's no point in just, you know, pretending and all that. If you're going to if you're going to live you might as well live, you know. And that's yeah. that is not a commentary on how people should react and treat their own sexuality. This is just for me and the way I feel. Mm. So don't, you know, it's entirely up to you how you deal with it. And it's entirely down to your comfortability and your readiness, you know. So, yeah, down to the individual. Yeah, of course. It's um, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> it it's this is in, in a strange way. It's it um, every now and then one of us will say, "Oh, here's a hot take," and then say something, and then the other one will go, "That was just kind of a sensible take." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like um, that that's what's happening here. It's like yeah, these are all sensible things you're saying, Danny. <laughs> well, cheers. Um. But yeah, um, no, yeah, it's um. I think a lot of the time with our generation, I think more and more people are sort of feeling comfortable to come out as as gay or bi or trans or anything, and I think that's a wonderful thing. Do you know what I mean? I think it's yeah. It can only be a good thing for people to be, be feel comfortable enough to say who they are and to to live that and to you know what I mean? Absolutely. You know, we're all it's too. We're not here long enough to be worrying about stuff like that. No, you've just got yeah, to. You've completely just, right. You've just got to do what you you need to do and try and be happy mm. yeah exactly it's um i mean i i have come out as bi before now on like um on like uh, instagram lives and stuff that i don't think very many people saw but yeah mm-hmm. i am i'm also i don't mean to take steam away from your no, don't, but... Lewis, the more bi people the better <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah i i have come out as that and i've got like a little I remember I bought a little buy pride pin. There was this little um yeah. this little shop in Manchester. Um it's a little like a stall or something that was like this little enamel pin that was like a triangle that was like the little buy buy flag. Yeah. Um I was wearing it and my dad said to me, um, What's what's that pin you're wearing? And I said, Oh, it's buy pride and he said, I didn't realise that was something you could get at a store <laughs> Well, you know, there you go. You can get pretty much anything nowadays, uh, yep. which is um, um, I oh, I was shite myself when I was telling my mum and dad, I was yeah. I was fucking bricking it, you know, mm. you know, I you know because there was like every time I went out to a club and all that, I would let I would lie and say that I was going to a straight one when I was at, yeah. actually going to a, a gay club that mm. this might just be me, but it was much <laughs> I was much more at ease in there. Uh, no, yeah, I'm yeah. I'm sure. Without being sort of too much of a twat about it, I'm sure you would be. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's like, it's, um, I think, people that have been, what's the word? 
people that have been sort of made fun of i think are just generally nicer people i think if you're if you're someone who's been made fun of for being gay or made fun of for being bi or anything i think generally you'll sort of know okay well that didn't feel nice maybe i'll just not be a dick to people then yeah because i don't want other people to feel that same way do you know what i mean absolutely um i think uh, this is ooh, it's only vaguely related but it's it's you know this podcast is nothing if not confusing so <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna go on the vague tangent um like i watch and um and listen to a lot of female uh youtubers podcasters everything um not because of any real reason but i think female created content is generally just a lot less hostile yeah I think a lot of the time I'll um, watch like um, a, a stream with a with a male streamer or with a, or a YouTube video with a male YouTuber and think it's it's just really hostile all the way through. <laughs> yeah, and, um, I think it's it's sort of I don't know that's that's just not what I want. I want to just kind of chill out. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, I don't I don't really have anything else to talk about. Um, I'm by and I hope that everyone, whoever they are is uh is happy and content yeah i'm 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 sure i'm happy and content are you happy and content i'm happy and content oh wonderful uh, um, are you happy and content numerous little statues in my room <laughs> oh my god if you do a voice for every single fucking statue now i swear to god i would never do that uh <laughs> What uh, statues are they? Are they all like from one show or? Uh, no, there, there's there's uh, there's a golden angel, with um I oh, got that yeah. I got for my birthday, uh with with uh, black sunglasses which looks really fucking cool. It's mm. it's a mixture between I don't give a shit and complete opulence that I quite like. <laughs> quite like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that's kind of a brilliant a brilliant mixture, isn't it? Yeah, of like um. Fuck everything! I'm gonna make a cup of tea with three cloves and allspice berry and two sticks of cinnamon in it. And I don't care what anybody else says. <laughs> yeah, but um, I've got some uh religious idols and stuff like that. Uh, lovely stuff. Uh, a Cthulhu statue that I quite like. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, just just loads of weird shit. Mm. No, I mean I I I I mean as I say, I'm in a utility room. The only thing in eye shot is. My boiler, an umbrella, uh, my washing machine and tumble dryer. Yeah. Some chairs. It's like it's not. I don't have any any kind of statues in the in the study upstairs. I've got a few little Funko Pops. Like um, I've got a Ron Swanson one, uh-huh. uh, which is pretty good. Um, I've got like a little Dalek one. I've got Peter Capaldi playing the guitar with some glasses on. Oh, nice. Um, Doctor Disco. Yeah. Oh yeah. Chloe bought me quite a few Doctor Who ones. Um, and they're 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 like really good. She also bought me this, um, you know, I don't know if you watched Fantastic Beasts Somewhere to Find Them. I, I did. Uh, yes, uh, the Niffler, the, the, the sort of s- sort of uh, scoops up all those gold coins oh. and keeps them in a little pouch. And one of the cutest creatures ever to, to grace the screen, perhaps. Um, yeah, I've got like a little Niffler that sits upstairs and he's got a little pouch full of gold coins. Um, so that's exciting. That's very exciting. I'll, I think it's... I, no, I just, I just love um, accessories to rooms, you know, because they tell you a lot about mm. the person that, that lives in it. Oh, God, yeah, definitely. I think it's... um One thing I do particularly love is a good feature wall. <laughs> yeah. Somehow this has become interior design corner with Lewis and Danny. But, like... <laughs> um, but yeah, like, it, like, a feature wall, I think, tells you a lot about a person because it's so much effort to make that happen. Like, um, I, I for a while now, I've always said... When I have, like, an office that I can dedicate a room in my house to say, this is my office, I want to have a feature wall where it's, you know, the carpet from The Shining? That's yeah. That's the orange hexagons. Just because it's such an iconic pattern. And I think I want that on a wall. I know it's, I mean, obviously The Shining is not how I want my everyday life to be. No. But, like, I just think that's a gorgeous pattern and I, I really like it. Yeah, or, um, or like, TARDIS blue or, like, you know, like just a bit of wood on your wall. Like, just a little... Uh, memento of of the of the the media that you love yeah yeah totally no i agree completely um indeed um speaking of media I, I, that uh i don't love uh, oh <laughs> that's interesting okay but yes yeah, so, uh, do you have any other bits of bullshit or shall we um i have nothing new i have i can hear a constant tiny screaming noise because the wiring in this room is genuinely horrifying um, I have. My cat might have a cold. I have. Um, 
and that's about it really actually uh, well there you go folks you heard it here first yeah you heard it here first Sc- monica might have a cold scoop of the day scoop of the day <laughs> i was gonna i'm I was like, oh, shall I talk about stuff in the news, like the football league shite? And then I was like, no, I don't care about football. Um, yeah, yeah, that's the whole thing that's going on. People are that like a lot of. I I don't follow football in any meaningful sense. Chloe does. Um, so this is the only reason I know about it is um, p- the top six clubs in the English football leagues. I believe there are several, and they're all interlinked. Um, the the top six of all of them have um, said last week they were going to break away and form a European mega extreme we love football so much uh, league. Um, and there were a number of problems with that based around logistics and um, also things like um, because of the buy-in costs, certain clubs wouldn't be able to be um, delegated or, or, or that's not I don't know if that's the right word relegated or whatever it might be um yeah so it would be like a essentially a no stakes football tournament um and also things like watching Liverpool play Barcelona three times a week makes it a bit less special when it does happen <laughs> for the Euro oh there's a there's some kind of European Cup the name of which I've forgotten if it's just called the European Cup now I swear to fuck <laughs> <laughs> the Euro Millions um, yes, when Barcelona play Liverpool for the Euro Millions, <laughs> um, I've just got this image of like um, a load of football players on a pitch with like lottery tickets, all just looking up at a big jumbotron style screen, going, "Come on, seventeen! Come on, seventeen! <laughs> oh, 20 fucking two! Instead of numbers, uh, football clubs. <laughs> Come on, Partick Thistle! Come on, eh? Uh... That's a Scottish one up here. Yeah, yeah. I um, I I thought it might be. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Um, my only exposure to Scottish football was in, um, Bluestone Four Two, um, <laughs> in the second or third episode. The the two Scottish people on the on this this team, um, <laughs> it's like the opening of the episode, and it's like really quiet for ages, and then one of them looks at the other and says, "So you're telling me." That um, Celtic, SPL champions, have got no chance against <laughs> some other team. Um, a bunch of pure fannies. <laughs> it just, yeah, I, I love Bluestone 4 too. It's such a good show. It's such a shame that it, well, it didn't get cancelled. It was like, when BBC3 went online, um, it was sort of one of the shows that was in between seasons. So I think it sort of... Um, it just fell through. Yeah, it kind of just fell through the gaps. Bizarrely, though, it kind of lost its steam a bit after the end of season two. Well, anyway. <laughs> yeah, we, we can't yeah, talk. It, we'll do a podcast for Bluestone 4-2 at some point. We we should. It's so fucking good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um. anyway, we've fucking waffled on now. Uh, yes, we have. I'm going to take ten minutes out of this, right? Um, but <laughs> 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 but uh, this week, we are talking about uh, the, the classic... Um, Hairspray and uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh-huh. go on. It was written by uh, Leslie Dixon. The music is by uh, Mark Scheiman, and it was directed by Adam Shankman, and is starring John Travolta, yeah, Nikki Blon- <laughs> Nikki Blonsky, Zac Efron, Christopher Walken, Michelle Pfeiffer, and James Marsden. He's he's in everything. Uh, James Marsden. James Marsden's fucking face is perhaps the best face ever. It's just like I, I was listening to this podcast and they were talking about you know the Sonic the Hedgehog movie that James Marsden's in. Yeah, um, and one of them, completely apropos of nothing, turned around and said, "You know what I think? I think that James Marsden's face looks like a sack full of shit." And it's just every time I somebody mentions James Marsden, I can't get that quote out of my head because it just makes such little sense. It's um James Marsden has a face like like he eats shit. It's, I just remember being so confused by it. Does this man oh, hail? God. Does this man hail from Birmingham slash Australia? He does. Yes. How could you tell? Uh, yeah, you know, just just good ear, good ear for accents. Um, <laughs> do, do you have an opening statement? Um, I do. I genuinely do not know whether this film is a good film, a bad film, or somewhere in the middle. 
going by the the numbers of what makes it good and what makes it bad it's probably somewhere in the middle um but yeah i'll be interested to see what danny says slash thinks about this film yeah have uh, you got an opening statement i do um an energetic and rather cringy romantic comedy with strange tones but obvious good messaging about body positivity and standing against racism just the execution and uh, my bias to rom-coms that don't do it for me. I am interested that you called it a rom-com. Because I do not know if I would call it a rom-com. Because, I mean, you know, it's a comedy, it's a comedic film and romantic things happen in it. But it sort of doesn't fit the rom-com definition for me somehow. I'm not sure. Oh, um, well, the reason I wouldn't call it a rom-com is because it's I didn't laugh once. Um <laughs> But yeah, I agree. <laughs> well, yeah, well, yeah, that's the, another reason is it's not that funny. No, so it's not it's not so much a comedy film as it is just a film that things happen in. Um, okay, should we move on to CRQs? Yes. Okay, uh, we come to straight away uh, sort of the head of my sort of thoughts on this film, which is on the one hand it has some sort of good messages. Well, okay, let's let's start with the confusing, weird nonsense first. The confusing weird nonsense such as the strange things like um, having the the lead female character be played by John Travolta in drag, which is, you know, a choice and every filmmaker is entitled to their choices. But it's just a bit of an odd choice, to be be entirely honest. And like having Christopher Walken in this and, and having sort of characters that are kind of there for comedic relief, but they don't do many funny things like, um, oh, what's her fucking name? Amanda Bynes. Um, what's her name as the character? I can't piss in remember. Um, Tracy's friend. Um, oh, um, Leslie. Amanda Bynes. Penny Pingleton. I don't know why I uh, thought Leslie. Is there Leslie? anyone called Leslie in this I film? D- there is no one called Leslie according to the cast list on IMDb. The woman that um, wrote it's called Leslie. Oh well, yeah. Um, but yeah, like Penny is kind of there as a re- as a comedy relief character, but. She doesn't really say anything funny. No, she's it's, it's just strange. The majority of the time, she just bobs her head. Like, is is Tracy's dancing? Like, I, I, mm. um, I don't know. And there's and there's stupid fucking things like I can't believe I'm here auditioning for Corny Collins. I can't believe I'm here watching the audition for Corny Collins show. And it's like yeah. stupid exchanges that aren't really very funny, and they aren't really very interesting either. They don't really progress the narrative at all. Um, I think, but. Oh god! I, I will say about the John Travolta thing. I did real. I think that it's a tradition within the show's sort of chronology mm. that that character be played by um, a man. Um, and I think because there was a there was a release in nineteen ninety eight, uh, eighty eight. Sorry, where that character was played by mm. a man. I think the live show. Oh, okay. Was played, yeah, I suppose that that makes sense. So yeah, it might just be a thing with the actual mm. show, you know. Um. Well, well, here's a a hot fact, a, a a white hot fact coming to you straight from the melting pot of my brain. Amazing. Um. Drag origin the word drag originated from Shakespeare plays. Um, oh. It was an abbreviation meaning dressed as girl. Um, oh, that's pretty cool. Because obviously, yeah, because in in Shakespearean times, um, women were not allowed to be in plays. That's true. Um, and so they put men and boys in 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 female clothing and um yeah well traditionally female clothing and and got them to play female roles um which you know is shit but it's kind of an interesting tidbit to say oh this is um such and such drag yeah that would be their what they were billed as on the on the ticket sort of thing and so then you'd you'd know and i think that's kind of it's a nice little tidbit yeah um that is a good tidbit i didn't Um, I, i didn't know that uh, mm. um, but yeah, the thing that I think makes the film potentially very good is that it makes points about sort of race relations surprisingly eloquently. Like Tracy just physically does not have the language to express what she wants to say. And she sort of... she she What she wants to say is... I don't think it matters that you're black and I'm white. I think that we should just... Everybody should just have a good time and fuck everything else. That's what she wants to say. Yeah. But it's as as though... Because nobody has introduced her to the idea that that could ever be a concept, it almost reminds me of... You know in um, Chicken Run, 
when they say, um, oh, we're going to break out and we're going to go and live in the wild. Yeah. And um, Madge goes, so where's the farmer? He says, there's no farmer. Well, then where's the farm? Yeah. And and, and like she just, she just cannot conceptualize a world in which there's no Mr. Tweedy. It's as though the characters in this can't conceptualize a world in which there is racism. Yeah. And I think that's a weirdly interesting, a weirdly sort of interesting and valid point to make about sort of this time period was that even people who considered themselves to be incredibly progressive couldn't imagine a world in which there was no racism, couldn't imagine a world in which there was no discrimination. Yeah. And I think that's one of the things that I think really impresses me about this film is because it, on the surface of it, it's kind of a trashy film and then it yeah. makes these points so very eloquently and it's like oh that's really weird that it does both of these things at the same time yeah um which is the reason i wanted to speak about it because that's essentially that's my entire spiel about it but yeah that's that's the thing i think is weird about this film and i wanted to talk about that yeah i think uh the the characters of this film are rather lucky that tracy yeah. didn't uh, pay attention to the incredibly biased teaching that she was getting because I imagine she would have turned out to be a very different person if if she mm-hmm. did listen. Um, with regards to the 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 race relations in this film, um, mm. I feel a similar way when I watched Ratatouille. It's like okay. it's it's the messaging is really good. Obviously, mm. it's like you know it's. I'm forgetting that it's like aimed at kids. This film, but there's like, you know, there's some pretty like the word like whore is used a couple of times and all that. So I'm like, I'm confused yeah. tonally as to who it is that they're, you know, try, trying to go with here. But it's like the the problem with musicals is that they beg like for a sort of happy ending, and I just yeah, that's true. I just felt a bit, I felt a bit iffy. You know, because mm. it was like, I, I couldn't, I, I, right, first of all, I didn't give a fuck about Tracy and uh, and, and Zac Efron's yeah, yeah. relationship. Fucking, no, I, I didn't care at all, you know. Mm. No, I think, yeah, we'll, we'll get to that, sorry, carry on. Um, But, like, to, I think either you need to do a film about, uh, racial segregation in the US, mm, or you mm. need to do a film about a, a relationship. Like I, ju- I just you, doing both at the same time was a, a difficult and strange choice. Yeah, a little bit. I think it maybe maybe it works in like a stage show because they're generally longer, so you have more yeah. time to fit stuff in. Um, but I think maybe it didn't quite translate to 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 cinema quite so well. Yeah. Um, I I do see what you mean about Tracy Turnblad. What's her name? Nikki Blonsky and Zac Efron. Um, but I think I didn't. Ca- I don't care about them either. I've seen this film many, many times, and I don't really care about their relationship either. It's not. I'm not engaged in any meaningful way with their relationship. Yeah. Because I can sort of see it's a product of convenience almost. They know each other, and they are nearby each other, and that's why they get together. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, well, why d- rather than why does Tracy in any way? Why does Tracy like him? Like because he's fit. <laughs> yeah. So, really so it's, like, it's like you know it's preaching body positivity and things like that and and yet like yeah, she's still yeah. sort of fawning over a guy that she doesn't know it's like i don't know it just feels a bit weird and a bit sort of, eh. um yeah no i know what you mean yeah <laughs> i think the messaging of the film is definitely a bit of a weird one um but i think that that's precisely why because it somehow it voices some messages so well and some messages so poorly that it's it's just I find it fascinating that it exists. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I did. What I did like about the the race stuff is that I liked how, um, when when uh, the characters were like given the chance to sort of stand up against racism, only Tracy was yeah. only Tracy was willing to to do that because of like mm. she she mm. she was like ignorant to the to the racist teachings that she was given and like, I think that's really pertinent in like, race yeah. relations. You'll notice there's a, a scary number of people um that will talk the talk and, and you know, but just when push comes to shove, they won't actually do anything. That's like historically that's always yeah. been a thing. Yeah. That's been really um bad. 
so I thought that that mm. was really that was done quite well. Um, yeah, it's it's um they make a point about how the the sort of kids at the school are kind of indoctrinated. Yes, in, into this this specific way of thinking, and they don't question it once. They just go, "Yep, that that makes perfect sense to me." Okay, onwards. Yeah, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Definitely it's, it's disgusting. Um, I want. I do right. I'm oh, gone. No, you go on. No, you go. I really like um, the relationship between um, Edna and um, Christopher Walken, who, of course, plays Wilbur. I um, I, I really like their relationship. I think it's um. Oh, I don't know. It's it's there's something very powerful about a couple that have been together for a very long time, and their relationship sort of revitalizes itself. I think there's something very powerful about that about that used as a narrative device. Um, yeah, and I I really like it in this um, and that song. Um, You're timeless to me, or something. I just think that's really lovely. Yeah, like they they say a lot of just really lovely things, um, and I just think it's it's nice to see that. Yeah, what... don't get me wrong. They could have done it without having a weird love triangle aspect. But I did also like that it was like, oh, Michelle Pfeiffer is so dedicated to the cause. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, this disgusting, horrific cause, nonetheless. But yeah, do you know what I mean? Uh, why Why isn't it possible for Christopher Walken to fuck up a line? Like, every line he says lands like, perfectly. <laughs> yeah. Like, it doesn't even what matter mean. what it is. <laughs> he just delivers it really well. Um, I think he, he's he's the best part of the film for me. Um, mm, mm. Uh, he is exceptionally good. John Travolta gives a performance. Um, <laughs> I believe it is naturally stiff. Don't lie to me, Tracy. I mean, I. D- <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, what's the other one? Some of your personal stage will kind of pound him with a rock. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I do know what you mean. What accent is, um, is, is he doing? I have absolutely no idea. I've never been to Baltimore. I don't know anybody from Baltimore. I don't know if that's a Baltimore accent. Um, yeah, maybe it is. Baltim- Baltimore celebrities. Are there any? Kevin Chamberlain. Who? Michael Phelps. Um, Jada Pinkett Smith. Oh. Um, I don't know a number of these people. Babe Ruth, who I've never actually heard speak. Um, <coughs> Kevin Chamberlain. I'm not sure if I know who that is. Um... I don't know who most of these people are. Penn Badgley from Gossip Girl and You. Um, w- w- yeah, you'd, you'd know him if you saw him. He's got that terrifying serial killer look. Oh, uh, yeah, he's got yeah. he's got a big um, he's he's got a big uh, big hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, David Hasselhoff, oh. Nancy Pelosi is is on this list. Um, well, there you go. There we go. A, n- a number of these people, I think, are. Um, sports people so i don't i'm just scrolling and thinking okay wrestler uh boxer basketball player i don't know any of these people um a supreme court justice thurgood marshall <laughs> brilliant name i've no idea what his politics were like so, so you know but... so essentially we're no further forward than whether john travolta's accent Yep, we are no further forward at all. I think he just kind of he did a picked a weird voice and thought, yeah, I'm just gonna do this stupid fucking voice for the entire movie. Yeah, I mean, I suppose it's strangely endearing. Like you, I, you for you forget that it's actually John Travolta at some points. Yeah, that's true. That's um, true. So I'll, I'll give that to him. But it was just really, it was just really strange. <laughs> <laughs> it is extremely strange, and also I like um. Here's a hot take. I like um, John Travolta, not character development as such, but character sort of actualization throughout the course of the film. Mm. Like, um, at the start of the film, um, John Travolta's like, oh no, you shouldn't have dreams. <laughs> um, you know, what a thing to tell a child. But like, um, even to, like, uh, I, I once dreamt I had a coin-operated laundromat and I got myself down off that high horse so quickly. <laughs> yeah. And it's like... Um, and and then as time goes on, as Christopher Walken's like, you go and get it, you go and get your dream, go and go and live your dream, sort of thing. I I, I like that John Travolta sort of comes round and yeah, and I, I I think like you say, Christopher Walken kind of makes the film, doesn't he? Both from his performance, but also Wilbur Turnblad's just sort of general character is a good character. Like um, yep. how he bailed out all of the people that got arrested for the for the protest, and um, it's just lots of good stuff that happens and. When they, when they come home and um, Edna goes, Tracy, Tracy, you're here. And he goes, oh, she wouldn't come here. She She's not stupid. She knows that 
if this is the first place they'd be looking for and you know what i mean it's, it's good. yeah I, d- I do find it strange how like i mean you think about it for two seconds and you realize that tracy is going to be arrested and hauled off after mm. the after the dance which could have been like i mean that would have been That's a more true, yeah that would have been a more powerful message than a big dance number at the end like mm, sort of mm. saying this is this cause is too important sort of thing um and maybe she you know goes to jail I, I, that I, to me that seems like a more powerful message regarding like segregation mm. and stuff like that um mm. and why are the police waiting for commercials like why why is why is Michelle Pfeiffer's character like <laughs> saying control the play you have to wait until the adverts come on it's like no 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 um from our perspective she hit a police officer uh we're gonna have to get her mm. now you know uh i don't know there was just some it's just, it's nitpicky things i didn't like the film right yeah yeah i didn't like the film i thought it was quite cringy i thought it was quite corny um some of the yeah. songs <laughs> oh it's corny <laughs> um. so, some of the songs were catchy um, I, I I've got to disagree. I think pretty much every song in the movie is a banger, but but do go on. Um, I thought it was it was going to be really intelligent at the beginning of the film. The first yeah, the first note that I took was around nine minutes, mm. where you've had the the really big um, you know, a Good Morning Baltimore song, but mm. the the at the beginning of the film you see a newspaper with, you know, the word... Like, I didn't know anything about this film and it said the word Negro and then I was like, oh shit, okay, so this is going to... Yeah, So there's going to yeah. be some social commentary in this. That's good, I'm all for that. And then there was this happy, cheery song and I was like, okay. And then I saw the first... Um, uh, what do you call it? The, the show, the Corny Collins show or something? Yeah, the Corny Collins show, yeah. Yeah, and how... They were saying we've got some great white kids and all, and I was like, "All oh, right, okay." So it's they're doing a thing. Oh, it's very cheery, but there's something really sinister going on underneath. I thought mm, that could mm. be quite clever yeah, and how it I, I, breaks I, I, yeah. that, but it doesn't. It just stays incredibly happy and tonally sort of uplifting throughout the entire mm. thing. And I just felt, I don't know if this is the right fucking subject to be doing this. No, I I do know what you mean. I think um, they. I think if if it was written by like Stephen King or someone, do you know what I mean? It, that, yeah. That's that's the kind of way you'd expect him to open a story about race relations is is in a really cheery, happy way. But oh, there's something incredibly horrific going on under the surface. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It, it's it's. I think you're right. It could have been written in a sort of different way to to say. To have a more powerful message, like how um, in Get Out, originally the the ending was going to, or I think it was an, alt- an alternate ending, was that Daniel Kaluuya got arrested. Um, yeah. Even though this this white family had tried to take his brain out and stuff, like uh, he was just like, no, 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 you've you you, you we've arresting you, sort of thing. Um, I think you're right. There could have been a more powerful ending. There could have been a more powerful way to deal with the race relations stuff. And I think that's it's like an interesting study of wasted potential in a funny way. Yeah. You know what I mean. And so yeah, that's that's why I wanted to talk about the film is because I thought it's an interesting look at how close you can get to making an incredible film. Yeah. I think as it stands, it's a good film and it does make some good points, but I think it's close to being an incredible film. <sighs> I don't know. I just I guess we I guess we disagree. I don't know how you mm. can think that Game of Thrones is like a piece of shit, but this film <laughs> is like scratching <laughs> like brilliance like. <laughs> Oh yeah. I um, I guess we just I guess we just really um disagree on that one. Uh, I don't know. I just I felt really uncomfortable when I was watching it. To be honest, like mm. you know, just I don't know. It, I know it's I know it's an incredibly popular film, mm. but I just felt as if I was watching like Wicked or something like that. You know, it's mm, like, mm. it's like, there's, there's, you know, there's sort of discrimination based on skin colour and that, and that's a very uplifting sort of musical, and I think it can afford to be that, because you, yeah. that's not dealing with the actual events, 
that happened with racial segregation in the US. It's like making a broader point about you shouldn't judge people based on the oh, okay. the way mm. they look. But this is like actually in, you know, the, the yeah, height sort of, of a historical narrative. Yeah. yeah, that's what I didn't feel comfortable with. I was like, no, I, I, mm. I, 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 don't, mm. I don't think that this... And throwing love triangles in and stuff like that. Like, yeah, if, I mean, I, I think love triangles are perhaps the worst narrative tool ever. Yeah. But yeah. If if the love story was between Tracy and another black man, mm. maybe that would have been a bit like to you know to do with like interracial relationships and how mm. you know mm. love can spread from any sort of part of the world and any sort of different races and yeah. cultures. That could have been a bit better, but I just don't know. I just felt mm, I just felt iffy throughout the whole thing. No, I mean I completely understand that. Like I think it's. That's the reason I, I wanted to discuss it is because I know that it's I know it's not a good film. Do you know what I mean? I think um here's here's a bit of a weird hot take that we're gonna we're gonna negotiate together. Yeah. Um, I think you have great films and you have great films. I think some films are spelled with a capital G great, and I think some films are spelled with a lowercase G great. Yeah. I think um the the obvious sort of versions of that are things like how um there's movies that win Oscars every year, um, like uh, Parasite was a capital G great film. Yeah. And um, other sort of best picture type films. And then there are other films where I'm just kind of along for the ride. And I think, yeah, this is a great film, but it's not going to win anything. Like Pacific Rim, the perhaps the <laughs> stupidest film in the history of the cinema. But I fucking love it because it's like, oh, big lizards. What should we do? Big robot. <laughs> that is the only logical step. Yep big fucking rope do you know what i mean i i know that's stupid but i kind of like it because it's stupid um and i think this film is it's somewhere between being capital g great and lowercase g great mm. but it's also not good at all <laughs> I, I, it's 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 strange because it's like it's a mishmash of different levels of quality that have all been blended up and put together so it has elements of greatness in it but they aren't explored they aren't developed they aren't I don't know. It's it's it, for some reason I've watched this film for the first time several years ago, and it hasn't really left my head since. I I, I just think it's really strange. Yeah. Like on this on as I say, it makes brilliant brilliant points about how Tracy and the other kids at the school are being indoctrinated, and they have no language to express what they believe and what they want to be true. Yeah. But also, there are strange choices about John Travolta's strange accent and just, just like how that. Uh, extremely religious woman is played for laughs but in reality that could be a very interesting thing to see yeah sort of like um that extremely religious lady um penny's mum sort of facing off with her bizarre religious views against a more traditional sort of love is love god is love sort of traditional sort of uh christian views it would have been interesting to see those two things face off yeah i mean it's not said in the film, but I would be willing to believe that Queen Latifah's character is like goes to church and is like, yeah, I love God. God is great. Do you know what I mean? I, yeah. I would be willing to see that interchange of like a sort of almost a hateful religious person and a very loving religious person. Mm-hmm. I think that would be an interesting thing to see. But uh, th- these are all things that are happening in my head. They're not happening on the screen. No, Do you know what I mean? Definitely. The, the, the problem was is that the the seeming sort of racist culture that inhabited the US at that time and in many parts still does today but to a lesser extent mm. but like the fact that the culture changed drastically is what did it like what just really took me out of it like mm. the idea that an interracial kiss on on television at that time was that would just be you know venerated by millions of callers coming mm. in it's like it is a very sort of big happy ending and i just it doesn't it's just not it's not one it's not historically accurate and two i think it i don't know i think it implies that there's like no more work to be done if you know what i mean yeah that's my I problem think, with it yeah if it was like yeah i completely get that yeah if it was like michelle pfeiffer's character was like maybe turned over and she realised, holy shit, this is a horrible society and we need to work mm. to change it. If that was at the end of the film, where there's like, 
we've done a bit of good, but there's a whole lot of stuff that we still need to do. I would have been okay mm. with that. That's a good sort of ending. Yeah. But the fact that it's... No, I agree, yeah. It's just a big dance number, and, you know, we can just ignore the massive societal white supremacist structures that hold these characters in play. Mm. I just... I just... I, I don't know. I just didn't... I wasn't feeling No, I, I completely know what you mean, yeah. There is... There is like a sort of epilogue song in which they say essentially that exact thing. We've done some good. We need to do more. Um, but I mean, uh, if if you consider epilogues to be part, cause the thing is, it's a song that plays over the credits, so it's not really even yeah. a, a big part of the film. It's like I'd stop watching. It's like they sort of realize, yeah, exactly. You know, it's I don't know. It is. It's it's it does good things, but it doesn't do them enough or well. <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Um, so some of the songs are 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 quite good, I think. Yeah, definitely. Um, the the you can't stop the beat. I like that at the end, mm-hmm. uh, as just as a song. Um, I was re- I, like, because obviously I'd never watched this film before, so the songs that had been lit assaulting my brain for years were finally uh, <laughs> realized. Yeah, and you, it's... Put, you put a name to a face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know how much they paid uh, these actors to do this, but it must have been quite a lot, you know. John mm-hmm. Travolta specifically. What? 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 How? How did that even come about? What? What was the meeting? I've got no idea. <laughs> I suppose they have to give him a lot of money because he has to feed his his Scientology weirdness. Yeah. So like, well, insanity. So. I don't know, maybe if you just give him enough money and say, well, it's for the good of the church. I don't know. Yeah, John Travolta has some has some amazing performances under his belt. Um, like in Pulp Fiction. He's very good in that film. Uh, um, I, I, I have not watched many, if any, Quentin Tarantino films. Um, yeah. I tried to watch Pulp Fiction. I watched the first half. And I think I had to stop for some reason. I I think something happened. I don't remember. Um, and then I was just like, do I carry on and finish the film? No, I can't really be bothered. Um, so I haven't actually finished it. I didn't really find it engaging in the first half. Maybe it's really good and I just don't appreciate it because I didn't watch it all the way through. Um, maybe we'll have to do a couple of Tarantino films. I don't know. Yeah. So, um, some of them are, are really good. Um, okay. And some, I think... I just get the feeling that it's an excuse for Quentin Tarantino to use the N word multiple times in his film. Ugh. He there, mm. the, there's actually like a counter uh, that um, Cinema Sins did, and it's like over forty oh, times in one. For it's like if you're using that word for historical accuracy by some racist or something like that, yeah, fine, once or twice. Yeah, yeah, but forty yeah. times. It's like it's it's a bit fucking ridiculous. Um, yeah, that is a bit ridiculous. I mean, Quentin Tarantino is sort of, I think, I don't know if it's a conspiracy or actually true, um, but he's sort of, a lot of the time his films do seem to be quite self-indulgent and like, yeah. he, there's a lot of weird pointless shots of women's feet, which is, uh, you know, yeah. a bit of a weird one. Um, you know, power to him, sort of like, if that's what he's into, then go for it. But it's weird that he's doing that on a Hollywood scale. Yeah, true. Do you know what I mean? There's, there's, you know, some stuff about um, Uma Thurman, who was, who's, was in Kill Bill. Um, yeah. She was driving this car that was, she was assur- assured that it was safe, and mm-hmm. um, ended up crashing, and she ended up having like a neck injury. Um, oh Christ! There's, there's actually a scene in Inglorious Bastards where Quentin Tarantino actually chokes the life out of one of his own actors. Fucking hell, that's he, he's, insane. Yeah, he's like, um, oh, you see all these stranglings in films, and they're just not realistic enough. And he was like, I want, I'm, I, if you let me strangle you properly, just for, you know, uh, twenty seconds or so, and the actual shot is just him strangling this woman. It's like, it's really fucking weird that that's like that's. It's more than fucking weird. That's fucking disgusting. Yeah, Christ. there's 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 doing stuff going a bit extra to make the film good, and then there's that sort of fucking weird shit that just needs to I be. Know. Fucking hell. Oh my god. Yeah. Because mm. there's um there's a lot of 
there's like a stereotype of like um guys who are like oh i love tarantino he's like a master of cinema and oh you haven't seen pulp fiction what <laughs> yeah go on on this whole tangent i think um that's that's something i'm a bit wary of is i know that sort of specific type of person is perhaps someone who has a questionable view of of, of women and minorities yep. so i don't want to I don't. I, I, I've always been a bit concerned that that's Tarantino's view. So that's always, I think, stopped me from enjoying his film. Well, I mean, stopped me from enjoying half of Pulp Fiction. Um, so you know. No, definitely. Um, but uh, yeah, he's a he's a weird. But same same. I get very wary if someone says that The Wolf of Wall Street is their favorite film of yeah, all time. Yeah, it's like, yeah. is that because you you like the sort of, uh, you know creation of a horrible human being so and how mm. we should avoid that or because you fantasize about being rich and being an arsehole like mm. what's mm. the what's the motivation there pally yeah. what's what's your favorite character oh it's rick from rick and morty <laughs> oh is it oh no i am so like arthur fleck from joker like, <laughs> i i hope you're not go away <laughs> <laughs> you know, oh, God. these are good. These are good films, but I just get the feeling that they're liked for the wrong reasons. You know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's um, yeah, you're completely right. <laughs> but um, yeah. Anyway, back to you know who it is. I'm John sorry, Travolta. <laughs> you know, it's um, what's his name from um, Family Guy? Um, oh fuck it, is it Bruce? No, not Bruce. Bruce is the um. Oh, what's his fucking name? Um, family Guy guy that likes films. Um, Who? Have you seen the Labyrinth? Uh, it's got teenage Jennifer Connelly in it. Um, Carl, that's it. Carl. Carl. On the surface of it, he says, "Oh no, I like I like movies. I like a lot of movies." Um, and then he sort of talks a bit more about it, and you realize he doesn't like movies. He likes being sort of creepy and perverted towards the women that are in these movies. Oh. And it's like, oh, okay. That's kind of the exact thing we're talking about here is he doesn't actually like, um, like he, he said, um, Labyrinth was, was the, the example that sticks out in my mind because it's in that episode um, and then there were fewer. Um, yeah. And he says, oh, yeah, do you like Labyrinth? Oh, yeah, it's got Jennifer Connelly in it. Yeah, she's really fit. And it's like, uh, okay. Yeah. Um, what? Sorry? Um... That's weird. That's kind of the exact thing where somehow we've stumbled across a full circle moment there. Yeah. Um. I really like The Wolf of Wall Street. It's a great film. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know, warning about the sort of dangers of, of, of obsession with money and the sort of corruption on Wall Street, you know. Mm, it's it's mm. got some good nuanced storytelling in it. Yeah, Margot Robbie's fucking fit, though, isn't she? Uh, okay. <laughs> um, is that what you got from that film? Yeah, I mean... <laughs> Jesus Christ. The fact that you know what movie I haven't. Oh, go on, the fact that there are people actually like that is just. Oh. Yeah, it's 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 gross as, as fuck. It's, yeah. I've, I've, did you ever see um, that Margot Robbie film, um, I Tonya? No, but it looks really good. <laughs> exactly. See, that's my problem. Is I really want to watch it, and it should be. Oh my god, she's got one, two, uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight movies that are yet to be released with her in them. That's incredible. Um, yeah. Well, I haven't watched Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Was she good in that? Um, no, she wasn't in it that much. Oh, okay. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> you know, a, 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 a female journalist uh, decided to mm. say this to Quentin Tarantino. Um, it's like, yeah, Margot Robbie isn't really in the film and she's a fantastic actor. Like, what was, what was the motivation behind that? And mm. Tarantino just says, "I uh, I reject your hypothesis." Oh, um, of course he does. That's a good. That's a good way to respond to criticism, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. No, I think you're wrong. And then the journalist. Oh, okay, thanks. The journalist was sent millions upon millions of messages from disgusting, wee fucking toxic fanboys. Oh, jeez. Saying, "How mm. dare you question uh, the guy." The, the creepiest looking guy I think I've ever seen in my life. But <laughs> she's in the film, and she plays uh, Sharon Tate. Mm. And rather than telling a nuanced story about the 
the Tate murders by by um members of the of the Manson family. The film yeah. is literally about Leonardo DiCaprio's character and his stuntman that he's he's going through a midlife crisis. He's not getting the mm. same roles that he used to, and then at the very end, uh, they slaughter the fuck out of the Manson family members, and Sharon Tate survives. Oh, right. Spoilers, by the way. <laughs> no, I I couldn't give less of a shit. Um, yeah, it's three yeah, hours long. Is... Fuck all oh, happens, and then that happens at the very end. I don't know what the fucking point of it was, and it's like oh, it's so intelligent. You know, it doesn't give you all the answers. Like, no, I just think it's shit. It's really it's a boring, uh, uninspired film that does nothing. Yeah, that doesn't sound great. I'm going to be completely honest. Um, I'm sorry. I'm looking through um the what's it called. Margot Robbie's IMDb page. She's done loads of stuff that I had no idea about. Oh, yeah. I think she's done some stuff in Australia before she sort of broke out into the US. Um, but then even even beyond that, like, um, she's there's a Barbie film coming out soon, apparently. I didn't realise there was much of a storyline to the Barbie. Um, it could be interesting. They're toys, right? Yeah, it could be interesting. Who knows? Um, as long as it's not a fucking here's a, here's a... excuse to sell shit. Like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah um here's a bit of a weird one birds of prey that she was in this is a another tidbit we had a tidbit about drag at the start we're having a tidbit about margot robbie now um she is allergic to the whites of chicken eggs um so in um birds of prey apparently there's a bit where i haven't seen this movie apparently there's a bit where she talks at great length about um some sort of breakfast sandwich they had to use duck eggs for the sandwich because margot robbie couldn't eat chicken eggs oh what a specific well, there you thing go. to be allergic to do you know what i mean very specific. Um, no, she's she's a fantastic actor. She played um, Elizabeth the First and Mary Queen of Scots, yes. alongside uh, Saoirse Ronan, who does mm. quite a good Scottish accent, I have to say. Um, cool. But uh, this is another film I haven't seen. Yeah, yeah, it was meant to be super duper good. But why a princess who was raised in France is speaking in a Scottish accent? I don't know. Uh, um, but there you go, I guess. Uh, indeed, indeed. Um, this is, this is less some... about Hairspray and just saying how good an actor Margot Robbie is. I mean, she is, she's fantastic, you know. Um, mm. But I think the other thing that makes Margot Robbie sort of um, good is that she has a very endearing personality. Like you see her on talk shows and stuff and she's very charming. She's very sort of, um, like she, she quite often you'll see her sort of just having a laugh with, what's his face? Um Jimmy Kimmel? Is that his name? The young one? Um, Jimmy Kimmel? Is it? Jimmy. Oh, do you mean Jimmy Fallon? Yes, I do mean Jimmy Fallon. The one that the one that fake laughs? Yeah, yeah, don't get me wrong, he's not great. But, like, yeah, Jimmy Fallon. Yes, Jimmy Fallon is the one I mean, he's a bit weird. Um, didn't he get his start on SNL, of all things? Yeah. Um, which is bizarre. It's bizarre. SNL seems to churn out people that are either spectacularly amazing or just kind of crap. Like um, uh, Andy Samberg, hilarious. All the Lonely Island yeah. are hilarious. Um, Eric Andre, hilarious. Um, Amy Adams, Amy, not Amy Adams, Amy Poehler, that's who I'm trying to say. <laughs> hilarious. Um, I was like, Amy Adams, no, that's not the right person. Um, Amy, oh, well, yeah, what, Amy an a- Poehler, what an hilarious. actor she is, Amy Adams. She's fantastic. Oh, God, yeah, she's really good. Um, sorry, we're just talking about our favourite actors now. Yeah. Amy Adams. <laughs> We find her IMDb page. Here we go. Yeah, she was in the office. It was really quite surreal. <laughs> yeah, she was. Because um, <laughs> she was only in two or three episodes. And I was like, oh my God, that's Amy Adams. <laughs> um, Arrival. Oh, she was really fucking good in she that. Was. It's one of my favourite movies of all time. Um, Enchanted. I have never seen that. Yeah. American Hustle. I thought that was boring. I, I, I haven't seen it. Is it is it any good? I mean, it's. I think it's about like a, a bunch of con artists, basically, played by um, Christian Bale, Bradley Cooper, a- Amy Adams, Jeremy Renner, and Jennifer Lawrence. Oh. Um, and they do like a con. Um, it's it, it it won a lot of awards. I didn't like it very much. I found it kind of dull. Yeah. Uh, she's also in a film called Doubt with Meryl Streep oh, and Philip Seymour Hoffman, f- who are both considered to be stupendous actors. That's a aren't they? fucking great film, man. I have never even heard. Oh, of it, it's so good. It's about um. It's about this a Catholic school principal questions a priest's ambiguous relationship with a troubled young student. Yeah, it's very, it's very well done. It's based on a play. Um, oh, okay. No, but it's oh, it's excellent. It's it's you know it's mm. there's a conflict between uh, Meryl Streep's character, and you're wondering whether she 
is just against the modernity that the priest sort of imposes. Because mm. um, he's lit into like Christmas songs and like just more progressive ways of of teaching. Mm. But there's also like hints of him being a bit weird, but not enough to let, you know, confirm it. So that's why it's called mm. Doubt, because it's like, is she just got an axe to grind or is there something going on here it's really it's really well done mm. um that does sound good it's um sorry i'm just thinking about what a fucking brilliant actress meryl streep is. oh yeah she's have you ever seen her in something where she haven't where she hasn't given an incredible performance no i haven't yeah exactly even in things like mamma mia which on the surface of it is like perhaps not the greatest film she's no. like the standout incredible <laughs> actor in it it's incredible have you ever seen the iron lady um, I have not seen the Iron Lady. She's Margaret Thatcher. I'm aware that she was in it. But... Yeah, yeah. Holy shit, she's it's it's uncanny. Like really? Gillian Anderson was good as Margaret Thatcher, but like Meryl Streep as Margaret Thatcher. Holy shit! Like it's like mm, mm. I find it. I think sometimes it's difficult to get an American who can do like good British accents, but she does. She fucking nails it. I swear to God, it's amazing. Yeah. Mm. You know. Um. Yeah, uh, that's yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure she is amazing. She's amazing. Yeah, we're just say, we're just saying the obvious. Yeah, uh, these are all good actors. Um, these are all good actors. Um, what normally they have a these actors are also good section on IMDb that I can that I can click on. Um, Devil Wears Prada. Did you ever see that? Oh yeah, that's really good. That's it's a good movie, isn't it? Yeah. I love Stanley Tucci. I know I know he does the same character in every movie, but I really like. Have him. you ever He's seen really him? Good. Have you ever seen him in The Lovely Bones? I have never seen the lovely. Bones. Jesus Christ! He is one creepy fucker in that film. He's like, he well, he essentially kills a child in that film, and like, oh, you know, he's normally very like sort of upbeat and and very sort of loud and and you know that sort of personality. Whether mm. it's in the Hunger Games or uh, the Devil Wears Prada, but in that film, he's really really unsettling. Um. Mm, mm. No, I've just IMDb'd it. Cerise Ronan is also in it. Yeah. Oh, Lewis, you've you've ruined it now. Have I? Yeah. What have I it's, ruined? It's Sersha. It's not Cerise. Oh, sorry, Sersha. Okay. Yeah. If 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 you're listening, uh, Sersha Ronan, <laughs> I apologise. I genuinely did not know. You know, well, to be fair, I think, you know, I didn't realise that Siobhan was the name, and I said Subayan. I'm, I'm, I'm sure we've all we've all done. Yeah. I mean, I hope so. Uh. <laughs> no, yeah, um, and yeah, we've we've all done that at some point, haven't we? Yeah. Um, right, I think I'm out of notes. Colin. Yeah, we've we're, got we're, li- we're literally somehow. We're literally just fucking complimenting other actors now. It's like, yes, yeah, oh, they're good. Yeah, they were in this. They're in that. Um, but anyway, <laughs> uh, the messaging is obviously very agreeable, but um, we all intake things differently for different reasons. But the cringy lines and acting just wasn't it for me. Um, but that's just my opinion. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I completely understand that. Um, a film which does a lot of good things, but not really enough of them, and not really for long enough. It's um, <laughs> this. Uh, I don't know. I don't think this film is a good film, but I think it's a film that I watched and I have not been able to get out of my head since. Um, which is why I wanted to speak about it. And now I feel like a, a, this is a, a weird hour of catharsis for me. I've had this, <laughs> this this sort of spiritual experience where hairspray is lifted from my soul and now I can go back to my day-to-day life. Um, but yeah, it's a film, like I say, it's sort of it captured a part of my brain and I wasn't able to put it down. But yeah, I'm, I'm glad we've spoken about it. Um, did some good things, but not really enough of them. Yeah. Well, we're all for spiritual experiences here at Void Towers. We are indeed. Um, but anyway, let's go to some capitalist hollow shilling. Um, yeah. Yeah, we all have link trees. Uh, <laughs> Lewis's link tree is linktr.ee slash Lewis underscore Brindley minus slash O'Hiram. And the podcast is Shouting Into the Void, where you can find our socials, uh, YouTube, Patreon, Instagram, all that good stuff. So go take a look. Um, yeah, we have a PayPal donate button, so anything you can spare, anything at all, would be amazing and very much appreciated. Um, we also have Patreon, and we take the opportunity every week to thank our wonderful, wonderful patrons: uh, Chloe, thank you, Darius, 
Thank you. Sophie. Thank you. Peter. Thank you. Aditya. Thank you. Richard. Thank you. Natalie. Thank you. And Dougie. Thank you. One and all. Yes. You keep the lights on at Void Tower. You allow us to keep doing this show that we love doing. So thank you very, very much for that. Absolutely. Um, we also have merch on Teespring and Redbubble, tote bags, jumpers, um, loads and loads of shit. Go have a look or don't. It's up to you. It's your life. Woo! <laughs> uh, <laughs> right. Um, and last but certainly not least, we are partnered with an amazing company called uh, Number 12 Crochet Avenue. And Lewis is going to say some wonderful things about them, all of which are true. Indeed. Number 12 Crochet Avenue is a wonderful company run by my wonderful wife in which she crochets and is very, very good at it. She talks a lot about different types of yarn, different crochet, all those sorts of good stuff. And you can check out everything she's doing, all the cool bits and bobs at Number 12 Crochet Avenue on Instagram. Uh, Go and give it a look and you will not be disappointed. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, Yeah. So that was um, Hairspray. So it was. I'll 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 spin the wheel for for next week's uh, extravaganza. Um, e- extra eleganza, extravaganza, yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, wee. Um, I'm thinking the the buzzing might have ended. I yeah, I really can't that, tell. That, Discord. Okay, fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> Next week we are going to be doing Death Becomes Her, which is a movie which I have not seen as much love for as I quite expected. Um, it is a movie starring Bruce Willis, Meryl Streep, rather fittingly, because we were just talking about her. <laughs> Let me quickly, uh, Death Becomes Her. It's I, I really, really like it. It's on Netflix UK at the minute, um, so you might... So that's like a place you can watch it. Um, directed by Robert Zemeckis of Back to the Future Ooh. fame. So that's good. Um, yeah, it's a really good movie. Um, I really, really like it. It's kind of insane. Um, so <laughs> I, I think you'll absolutely adore it. So yeah, I think you'll like it, Dan. You haven't seen it, I have haven't you? seen it, no. No, I, I've, I've watched it just the once. Like I say, it's on UK Netflix at the minute. Um, it's really, really good. Um, so yeah, watch it before we talk about it, because you will really enjoy it. It's really good. Good. I, I cannot wait. But yeah, super duper. Um, so, okay, yeah, I think that's everything. Yes, absolutely. Um, yeah, so we will hear you, see you, smell you, um, bash it in with a rock. Uh, <laughs> next week. Indeed, we will. Thank you very much for listening. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>